0: Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America.
1: Hi, this is Yvonne Allen, host of Paper Hope Street Team, and this is Our Future is Missing Voice America Kids. Please be on the lookout for 14-year-old Allison Dalton, who went missing from Strasburg, Virginia on July 27, 1998. Allison Dalton is Caucasian. She has blue eyes and brown hair. Please check out her picture on ourfuturesmissing.com as she would look like at 12 years old. She was last seen on July 1998 at 7.50 a.m. She was abducted from the scene of a homicide at 175 South Charles Street, Apartment B8, Strasburg, Virginia. She is considered lost and possibly injured. If you know of Allison Dalton's whereabouts, please contact the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children's hotline at 1-800-THE-LOST. That's one 800 843-5678. Eight four three five six seven eight. To see a picture of Allison Dalton, please click on the link on the Voice America page homepage. Our future is missing, or go to missing dot com. Thank you.
0: This is VoiceAmericaKids dot com.
2: Everybody is entitled to their fifteen minutes of fame. Now you'll get to hear some of those people share their wisdom and insight on the fame game on Voice America Kids. Now, here's your host, Maddie Rose.
3: Thank you and welcome to the program. This is the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids Radio Network. I'm Maddie Rose and today we have a lovely guest. Her name is Wendy Roman and you may have heard her on the Paper Hope Street Team show because I know she's on there quite a bit and um, today I have the pleasure of having her on and I'm so excited because she's also my music teacher now. Yay! <laughs> hey. See, testimonials these days. They're just coming everywhere. <laughs> But, yes, Wendy has done a lot. She's a family therapist, but not only that, but like I said, she's a music coach. So she's done some pretty amazing things, but we're going to be talking about all of that today. So how are you doing today?
4: I'm wonderful. Thank you. How are you?
3: I'm good. Thanks. Thanks for coming on.
4: Oh, thank you for having me.
3: Oh, you're welcome. So, um, Wendy, why don't you first tell me a little bit about yourself?
4: Well... Let's see. First and foremost, I'm a mom. Um, That's probably my most (laughs) important job. Um, And then I'm a vocal and acting coach here in Scottsdale. Um, I've also run local theaters here in the Valley. Um, And I have been a professional vocalist and actor for the past 25 years.
3: Wow. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't know this too, Wendy loves shoes, just I like me. Do. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good obsession. It is a
4: great obsession. It is. Shopping is a great obsession. Mm-hmm.
3: Especially the sales. Absolutely. Love them
4: mm-hmm. so
3: much. Okay. <laughs> well, anyways, um Wendy, where did you grow up?
4: I grew up in New York City. I well, the beginning of my life I grew up in New York City, but then mm-hmm. when we were I was 13, we actually moved here
3: mm-hmm. to
4: Scottsdale and um So I went to Horizon High School, the same school my daughters go to. Awesome! um, And I graduated from there. And then when I graduated, I went to Scottsdale Community College for a while, and then I went, I moved back to New York when I was twenty.
3: Oh, nice! So how different is New York from Arizona? I know we talk. I know this is like all you're probably like, Maddie, why are you talking about this again? (laughs) But shopping there, you know. You said it's so different. Like you said, the Macy's there is probably like miles long, two stories high. I go right. walk into Macy's and I'm like, wow, oh, this place is huge. <laughs> well, I think it's
4: it's different because it's so culturally diverse in New mm. York City. So um, that just makes the shopping that much much more interesting. So you get everybody's kind of... Um, different kind of clothes you can find Persian clothes and Russian clothes and so I think that adds that diversity adds such a nice um, spice and variety um, to your choices when you're shopping as opposed to here or a lot of places where you just have the mall Mm -hmm. you know what I mean with the same generic stores There, at least, there's a lot of different originality in the clothing and and a lot of little boutiques Mm -hmm. as opposed to, and great sales. Mm -hmm. But the Macy's, I am addicted to the Macy's because it's one square mile.
3: (laughs) I have to go there sometime. I really do need to make it out there.
4: It's beautiful.
3: It's like, "Ah." (laughs) I'm like, I'm going to put that on my bucket list now. It'll be the next thing to do. I do. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I go there twice a year. Mm-hmm. I know. I haven't even made it out there once. So I'm sorry. It's okay. You might have to come with me. <laughs> Just put me in your suitcase. I bet I could fit. <laughs> well, anyways, Wendy, um, you know, with everything that you do, it's really amazing. But what were you interested in as a kid?
4: Um, I, It's hard for people to, to realize now. But as a kid, I was very shy
5: mm-hmm.
4: um, and very, very um, withdrawn. Mm-hmm so music was probably my savior um i didn't like to go outside and play a whole lot i would sit inside and listen to album after album after album (laughs) um and people fascinated me so i could sit in a room and i have a large family Mm -hmm. so i could sit in a room just sit on the floor with my coloring books and my dolls and just watch i would just watch for hours and watch the behaviors of people, and that's I think where I got interested in the psychology of of, of people mm-hmm. by just sitting there and watching. Yeah. And my family's so colorful, and <laughs>
3: like, hmm, I want to study. <laughs> yeah, I'm like,
5: hmm,
3: why do
4: you do that? <gasps> yeah, so, yeah, that's what I did. So I think for a lot of times, music and and watching people and being, mm-hmm. I love being around people, but. Um, in my earlier years, it was more about watching them as opposed to interacting with them.
3: Mm -hmm. And I think the amazing thing with that is too, is that for a while I've been interested in psychology as well. You know, just looking at people's behaviors and things like that. And you filled me in on the whole forensic psychology. Yeah, no, not so much. (laughs) Yeah, I'm thinking about child psychology now. They're like, wow, Maddie, you change your career choice. Like you change your clothes. (laughs) Because I feel like I've changed it quite a bit. But
4: and you might change it five times more before you mm-hmm. you've come up and wait till you go to college, you know. Yeah. You just, you never know because there's so much, your world opens up to you as you get older. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, what we think is going to be our path, ne- not necessarily is, is where we're actually headed. Mm-hmm. So you never know where, like, you might change 20 times more. Uh-huh. <laughs> or you can be like the little girls that my, my daughter has a friend in college and um, she changes her major with each boyfriend.
3: Wow. hmm the system. The boyfriend became a
4: lawyer, <laughs> she was a law major. And then the next boyfriend she moved in was an accounting major, she became an accountant major. So. She's like, I'm gonna match you. <laughs> I'm like, No,
3: do what you want to do, please. Yeah. Do what
4: you want to do.
3: Yeah, but I think that's awesome, though, because even I really love music and I like entertainment and somehow they're still related in yes. a sense. Like you told me there was a music therapist and I was that's like, wow, right. there is. I never thought about that. That's so.
4: right. People who heal people through music. Yeah. Yeah. It's so. a wonderful field.
3: Mm-hmm. There's lots of choices, though, I bet. so.
4: A lot better than forensic psychology <laughs> Don't worry. For I'm you.
3: totally past <laughs> For
4: you. Out. There are some amazing <laughs> forensic psychologists out there, but for you who can't stand the sight of your own blood. I'm not thinking that that's a good choice. Yeah, nobody
3: really knows that, but I'm like, I don't know, it's different if you know you get a little cut on your arm, then I'm totally okay with that. But when I went to the doctor's office one time, they had to draw some of my blood because they wanted to do some testing on it. So they put it, of course, in those little tubes and they put it on that thing that just kind of tilts it back and forth. And I was like, oh yeah, I'm totally okay after this. Get up and look at it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I turn all white. Everything starts turning black and white. I lose my hearing. I don't know what's going on. The next thing I know is the doctor's trying to talk to me. And I'm like, what are you saying? Like, (laughs) like, I don't know what's happening. And I'm all freaking out. And then they're, like, moving me. And I'm like, "Why are you moving me? Like, (laughs) I don't know what's going on. That's because
4: you were passing out, honey. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
3: I found that out, like, the five minutes after. I was like, oh, mm, you know. And I was like, that's probably why I can't deal with the whole crime scene thing. So that's when you told me, you're like, oh, you have to go through the houses and do all that. I'm like, yeah, yeah maybe I should really rethink this. <laughs> yeah, <that laughs> if would... I can do it with my own blood, who thinks I can do it with somebody else's?
4: Absolutely. That's yeah. where I was going with that. If mm-hmm. you can't stand to see it teeter-totter, yeah. I'm not thinking that you would be able to do a CSI
3: yeah. Yeah, no. Mm, no. No. I, like, freak out even when I watch the TV shows. My dad's like, let's watch CSI. I'm like, okay. So I'm all good until I show it. I'm all freaking out in the corner over there. I'm like, oh, my God. And he's like, what's wrong with you? And you want to be a forensic psychologist? I get what he's saying. <laughs> <laughs> See, the yeah. experiences all line up together.
4: Just just, just keep going shoe shopping, honey.
3: <laughs> don't worry, I you will. Know, make
4: it all clear.
3: <laughs> I, I'm not afraid of red cheese, though. I could deal with that. But Absolutely. when it comes to the blood, yeah, not yeah. So much. Yeah, no,
4: no, I don't think so. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, Wendy, um, it's really great that you were also telling me about some of the music affiliations that you had. Like, you listened to albums and different things like that. But um, what other music affiliations did you have growing up? Kind of your experiences. Um...
4: I loved watching street musicians Mm -hmm. because I thought that was the coolest thing ever that, you know, in New York City, there were all these people rushing back and forth and rushing back and forth. And there was somebody on the corner who could actually shut themselves off from all of that hustle and bustle Mm -hmm. and create all of this gorgeous music. You know, and I and I would be with my mom and my dad and I would be like, stop. (laughs) I'm like, stop. How could you walk past that? How do you not see the beauty coming from, you know, that singer or that violin player or that guitarist or that drummer? Mm -hmm. Do you not? How do you and I was like, I would, I knew that I had to be a musician at heart because people would walk by it and not paying any attention. And I just heard the beauty. Mm
5: -hmm.
4: I would forget where I was going, you know, and I would hear and want to stop and never. I could just sit there all day. Mm-hmm. So I knew that there was something about that, that I, I had to be involved with some way.
3: Mm-hmm. And, and then I was a
4: closeted singer. so
3: Oh, that's good. <laughs> right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's also good that you told us that you like type that type of things with the music. And um, not just that, but the instrument-wise, because mm-hmm. I know you play the piano. So Thank you. I know, and I got to see your piano that you've had since I think you're four years old. Right? That's right, so Absolutely. cool though. So it's only five years old. Yeah, it's only five <laughs> years old, guys. You know, <laughs> but it's so cool though that you got to keep it like that, mm-hmm. and your kids want you to keep it. Also, they do.
4: They want me to keep it forever and ever, so I can pass it down to them. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a great thing. I, I just think that it's something that can transform you it can take you out of a bad mood or make you happy or mm-hmm. lift your spirits or even make you cry but it makes you feel mm-hmm. which is wonderful
3: definitely well we got some more questions for wendy but let's take a break right now i'm maddie rose and you're listening to the fame game
1: you're listening to voice america kids now with 33 percent more active ingredients and no artificial coloring
2: You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show.
3: Well, welcome back to the Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose, and we're going to be continuing our interview with Wendy Broman. So we were just talking. (laughs) Wendy's so funny. I can't even keep a straight face it's horrible you can't even see it. and you're like yeah maddie you're in nutcase. it's, it's all like, about <laughs>
4: smiling and giggles
3: i know right because you can you can hear my smiles right that's, that's right that's <laughs> right. That's when i w- i know this is kind of off topic but yesterday at my singing lesson when he's like i don't even have to look at you and i know that you're smiling because i know that you messed up but i was <laughs> like i was like ooh, you know me too well <laughs> music teachers they just know you too well when you mess up on like a note or something mm-hmm. they're like you smiled and you messed up but i was like i know i was hoping you didn't notice it like you can't get it past us i'm like oh we attempt, know you
4: way too well the
3: attempts that we make are it's just, okay
4: you it's correct okay. them quickly so mm-hmm. we're good
3: yeah i know i'm so excited so anyways back to our interview discussion yes. well wendy um you know since you're a music coach yes. as well how did you learn how to sing properly in the beginning i didn't mm-hmm.
4: i didn't um Fortunately, um I was blessed with a really large vocal range. Um and I actually probably did a whole lot of teaching myself um and not realizing it. Barbara Streisand was probably one of my biggest influences as a kid mm-hmm. ever. And when she sang, something happened to my heart. It would skip a beat, it would be joyous the minute I heard her sing anything. Mm-hmm. And I was like four, five, six. My mom was like, I would run to wherever I heard the sound. And I would just stand there and stare at her in awe. So my parents realized, since I was pretty introverted, they would buy me everything that Barbara Streisand ever sang. Here, there's another (laughs) Barbara Streisand album. And I would, and and, and I know you guys don't know about this, but they were vinyl at the time when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. And if you played them enough, you could warp them. Yeah, and I would warp every Barbra Streisand album that I ever oh got, and I had my little kid little player. There was a little kitty box; it came in a little box, and you would play, and I would play it over and over, and I would sing, mm-hmm. and I would try to mimic her as best I could, and um, I and she has such a huge, vast range, mm-hmm. um, and I think that's how I kind of trained myself, but I never. I was always such an introvert. I didn't want people to know that I sang. Mm -hmm. Um, So I never, I was too fearful to take lessons. Mm -hmm. Um, I took piano lessons from the time I was a little kid. um, And that was just because it was what my parents made me do. Mm -hmm. You had to do something cultural. Mm -hmm. Um, But as far as singing, I had never, I didn't sing a word until out in public until my senior year of high school. Wow. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, at least it's good that you did, though, right? I, well, my
4: <laughs> music teacher heard me. mm mm-hmm. um, I was in the back of the classroom trying to be silent, and she walked past, and she was like, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Wait, was that you? Unfortunately, Yeah. <laughs> And she was like, oh, no, to the front of the class. And uh, she never let me out. It's <laughs> oh, my gosh. I had to stay at the front of the class. Mm-hmm. And she pushed me. And, 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 and I bless her every day. And I, I actually went back to my school last year to thank her.
3: That's awesome.
4: Um, because it was because of her. And her name is Shirley Kibler. So if you're listening, <laughs> thank you. Um, it was because of her and her pushing
5: mm-hmm.
3: that
4: I actually was able to come out of my shell. And I never went back in. Yeah. Never.
3: That's really good. Now though. I'm
4: really out of the shell.
3: <laughs> like, they didn't just take me out of the shell. They put me like, out Like, absolutely.
4: And now I'm like, you know, because people always go, think out of the box. I'm like, there is no box. I <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know if she created something good or something evil. I don't know. <laughs>
3: it's like a small mixture of both. Mostly good, though, you know. But yeah, I I thank goodness for teachers, though, because the same thing when I was in second grade, I was really shy and really quiet and stuff. I mean, mine was more early on, but... Mm -hmm. My teacher pushed me to do the talent show and I was like, no, I'm not a singer. And she's like, what do you mean you sing in class? You know, Mm -hmm. I was like, no, I don't. So it took me like all the way up until like two weeks before the talent show. And then she's like, you're going. Ah. And then she's like, you're going. And I was like, no, I'm not. And I'm too afraid. And then she's like, no, you're going. So I was like, "Okay." So I went to the auditions. I made it and stuff like that. Then as soon as that, everything just happened. And I was like, oh, I like it. And He's like, see, exactly. That's what I was trying to tell you. That's awesome. So, yeah. Thank goodness for teachers, though.
4: Absolutely. Thank goodness for teachers mm-hmm. of all kinds. Yeah. All kinds.
3: Mm-hmm. Definitely. They are
4: a blessing. But and, and, you know, other there were other influences. Um, my I lived in New York City, and I was mm-hmm. fortunate enough to go to – my parents were very cultural, so we did a lot of Broadway shows. Um, I got to see The Rockettes. My sister danced for Alvin Ailey Dance Company. Um, s- another one of my sisters sang – Um, So I was surrounded by, Mm -hmm. by culture all the time. Um, And I was in my sisters were older than me. So I was in awe Mm -hmm. of everything that they did, and and especially creating such beautiful works of art, um, and made me want to do it myself. I was just too fearful. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Well, but I would in
4: my room, man, I was Barbara Streisand Jr. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's amazing how people do that, though, when they're just little kids and then they start doing it in their room. And it's just like, imagine if you were to take that outside Absolutely. and then people were to see it. But then it just takes a little bit of the pushing, mm-hmm. which is always good. And it's kind of natural.
4: I, I think it's beautiful. It was mm-hmm. I mean, I was blessed with people who. um actually let me be who I was and Mm -hmm. and let me grow at my own pace. Mm -hmm. So I was very fortunate and to have a family who was very loving and supporting no matter what I did, whether I stayed in my room or decided to come out of myself. So I was very, very blessed.
3: Awesome. Yeah. Well, when did you actually decide on being a music coach? Like when did that come about? Cause I know you said that you had interest in psychology, which we're going to be talking more about that also, <laughs> but, um, you know, it's just kind of everything that you wanted to do. You somehow, you know, got to do it.
4: Right. Um, I started wanting to, I didn't, I kind of fell into that job of being a vocal coach. Mm-hmm. Um, when I moved back here about 18 years ago, when my daughter was born, Um, I had done a little bit of teaching in New York city, but when I moved here, a friend of mine opened up a theater company, um, the North Valley playhouse. And she asked me to be on her board of directors. And then I became the musical director for that theater company. Um, and I did some singing there and people would hear me and they miss Wendy, how do you do that? Or Mm -hmm. how do I get my voice to do that? And so it kind of, I kind of fell into that position and then, um, a friend of mine opened up a voice studio in Scottsdale here and asked me to teach there. So I just kind of, kind of kept progressively getting students as time went on, but it was, it pretty much started when I was at the North Valley playhouse as a, as a music coordinator. Yeah.
3: Well, that's good though. At least you figured it out, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And she's a really good teacher though. (laughs) You teach me so well.
4: (laughs) Thank you. I like teaching. I mean, I love the be the ability to teach someone and watch them grow and flourish. That's, mm-hmm. There's nothing better than being able to pass on that legacy, to be able to to mm-hmm. teach somebody how to do something, or when especially when they didn't think that they could. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of my students go, on, I can't do this. And I have a lot of teenagers the and little notes. ones, you know, I can't
5: hit the low <laughs> the notes. The low
3: notes, that's what I said as, for, as soon as I came in there. Wendy's like, oh, you can, you will start doing it down here and stuff. And I was like, oh, you know, mm, me and the low notes just don't get along too and well. And who sings low notes now? Me. <laughs> yes. So uh-huh.
4: I love being able to to prove someone wrong and show them that they can. Yeah. That you can be, and the one word that I none of my students are allowed to say when they're with me is the word "can't." Mm -hmm. I can't do it. How do you know if you haven't tried,
5: Mm
4: -hmm. or if you haven't gotten the proper training? So I I don't allow them to say that word. So they skirt around it. I am having the most difficult time (laughs) reaching that note, or miss wendy i my mouth is not moving <laughs> so i get all those excuses but it's okay as long as you guys don't say can't i'm good
3: yeah okay i'll remember that next time because <laughs> it's just like you say can't one time just smack you on the head like, no <laughs> no no don't no. say that That's okay a bad word. yeah well what is your main goal as a vocal coach because you know every vocal coach has their own I guess, mindset for what they want to help their students achieve. Um, Mine is to
4: keep vocal health.
3: Mm -hmm.
4: It's vocal health. is probably to me is the most important thing I can teach you how to sing, but if you sing incorrectly, you're going to damage your vocal cords. Mm -hmm. Um, And that to me is probably the most damaging thing that you could ever do because you, you can actually, destroy your larynx so badly that you can't sing anymore. Mm-hmm. So vocal health is definitely my first priority.
3: Nice. Yeah. yeah. Always. Always. You've definitely taught me a lot about vocal health too. Because mm-hmm. there there is some times where I, I always well not always, but you know, a lot of the time I would I would sing without warming up and stuff and Wendy's like, Oh, how dare you no,
4: gotta warm up that throat. It's important. Yeah, Which is
3: good that I have an iPhone now because I can plug in my little audio cord into my radio <laughs> and I'm I'm singing with Wendy in my car. <laughs> I'm like doing my warm my mom's like, Okay, you keep doing that I'm like, yeah, you know how it is but <laughs> Good girl. Thank you. See, approval. Absolutely. (laughs) Well, Wendy must have read my mind because next up we're going to be talking about vocal health also. And we were both yellow today. So what do you know? Today's matchy day. Well, anyways, let's take a break. I'm Maddie Rose and you are listening to The Fame Game.
0: We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World or Android Market.
3: You're listening to Voice America
2: Kids, walking the fine line between clever and smart.
0: Do you believe in the supernatural? Well, some do, and some don't. Which is why Beyond the Third Dimension looks at both sides. You have one host who believes in ghosts, while the other can't think of anything more ridiculous. Put them together, and you get some great discussion, and some real discoveries and exploration of the paranormal, and then some. Tune in to Beyond the Third Dimension, airing Tuesdays at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. And try not to be afraid of things that go bump in the night.
2: And just when you think you have them under control, that's when things get, well, crazy. For help, tune in to Paul's Around the World. You'll get the inside secrets on keeping your pet the friend it's supposed to be, along with stories to keep you warm and fuzzy. Listen Fridays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America
1: Kids. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids.
2: You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show.
3: Welcome back, everybody, to the Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose, and we're continuing our interview with Wendy. So, um, Wendy, we were just talking about vocal health, which is obviously very important for a singer, because if you don't take care of your voice, then you're going to damage your vocal cords. And guess what? You're probably not going to be able to sing as well as you could before.
4: Absolutely. There's, so, yeah, yeah. There's the risk of not, um, say, Adele, the singer the Adele, um, mm-hmm. she um, had to be silenced for six months. Mm-hmm. Um because she had to have a surgery um, for, I believe, nodules on her throat. Mm -hmm. Um, So when that happens, you have to have surgery. You're not guaranteed that your voice is going to sound the same or that you can continue to hit the same notes that you did before or that you're even going to be able to sing. And last year we had John Mayer, um, Keith Urban Mm
5: -hmm. and
4: Adele all had to be silenced for a great deal of time. Um, And for them, unfortunately, they had to stop touring, Mm -hmm. which means that other people didn't get paid. It's a snowball effect for for artists. It's Mm -hmm. a really bad thing to happen to an artist and very fearful. Mm -hmm. But, you know, there are simple things. To eat properly, I am... no cold things in your throat, you know, when you're singing. I drink a lot of tea. Lemon's wonderful for you. Honey is wonderful for your throat. Um, throat coat tea when you're sick. Um, slippery elm tea is wonderful. No screaming, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's simple stuff. But And also, when I'm teaching you, mm-hmm. um, you have a tendency to pull your larynx up.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: it's it's okay so do i it's all right but i also know the tricks to keep my larynx down Mm -hmm. um and so you just have to know the things that your voice does Mm -hmm. you know you have to know your own tool and your own instrument Mm -hmm. um and when you do and you know what your tendencies are then you can stop them
3: yeah exactly
4: i mean it's it's that simple Mm -hmm. and that's my job to teach you to hear and feel
5: mm-hmm. when
4: you're doing something that is not healthy for your voice and to take that back and, and to do it a proper way. And it's it's really that simple.
3: Yeah, of course. And it's funny because every time I go to my lessons with you, we always do that one. We call it bubbles. And mm-hmm. that's the one where you just can't pull your larynx on that. It's like impossible. It's impossible for so, your larynx
4: to raise while you're doing yeah. a bubble.
3: So I always <clears throat> feel it and I'm like, yeah, don't
4: It's motorboating. It,
3: yeah. You know? <laughs> 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 it's so funny watching youtube because then your lips just keep moving on and on and on and you're like when is this gonna stop <laughs> <laughs> it's so fun for me because i'm like i just like singing and so so it's like it's, it's a, a good like playing time with yourself like around <laughs> with your with
4: your voice so yes, absolutely you know, yeah gotta have fun while you're doing it
3: oh yeah definitely so what would you say like an advice wise what is the one thing that you should keep in mind before singing
4: Before you begin singing, Mm -hmm. Um, if you're going to be performing, Mm -hmm. I would advise you to take it easy on your, you know, on your vocal cords before you perform. Um, I would advise you to not um, eat dairy. Mm -hmm. Sometimes dairy can add like a mucus film to your throat. Um, Drink something warm um a nice tea or you know something healthy for your throat um and if you are having um problems i uh, honey is wonderful mm-hmm. to coat your throat um but always warm up warm your voice up
3: mm-hmm. you know yeah, definitely.
4: Absolutely. And it it doesn't I'm not saying you got to do 20 minutes of, oh, you know, all of <laughs> that. That's ridiculous. But, you know, 5 minutes, 10 minutes of warm-ups would be really great for someone who's going to be singing for an hour.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly. You
4: know? Yeah. That would be probably my my biggest thing is to Okay. warm up. Awesome. That's what I always tell you.
3: Yeah, I know. You're like, Maddie, don't ever do that Dun or else I'm going again. to find you. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh and I was like, Don't worry, Wendy, I got this. But I, I love you. I like, but I love you though. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, me me, right? And just like just warm up before I'm like, okay, five minutes, ten minutes it is <laughs> which I have been doing. So And
4: breathing properly. Yes. Breathing is very important too.
3: Wendy told me the other day, she's like, You're not breathing properly. I'm like, i'm here right now aren't i and she's like e- "No." know she's like you're not breathing properly. and i'm like what do you mean and then she's like because you know with singers you need to breathe from your diaphragm and use it that way so i've i've worked on that as well good
4: girl so, Yay!
3: yay. <laughs> i know so always good things to keep in mind And I think one of the questions that people ask a lot of the time, too, is that do warm-ups, if you do them, you know, daily, like you said, five to ten minutes, even if it's more if you feel like it that day because you Mm -hmm. feel like you need some extra time to warm up, do you think it can make you vocally stronger?
4: Absolutely. The techniques that I give you and the vocal um, exercises that I give you are actually used to strengthen your intrinsic muscles, which are your inside larynx muscles. Um, we use our outside muscles when we speak, mm-hmm. but we have internal muscles. And those are what we use when we sing. And so they make you healthier and make you stronger. So whenever I give you those exercises, which I designed for your voice, you know, it's just for your lessons alone um, because of the things your voice has a tendency to do, it's to make your voice stronger. Mm-hmm. So yes, those those vocal warm-ups are definitely meant for, for strengthening.
3: Okay, great. Yeah, I know that's always the best thing when you can warm up. That's why it's like my motivation. I'm like, don't worry, you're going to get stronger every time you do this. So,
4: Absolutely.
3: Yeah, I would say so too. Because then it becomes easier that you notice after a while. Because mm-hmm. then when you do the warm-ups with you again, and I'm like, oh, this is so much easier. Absolutely. Like, I don't know. Just, it is. But that's effortless. because you're getting stronger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: And you're learning how to use your voice as your tool.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm like, so excited. I'm like, yay. Well, Wendy, also, one of the things that I heard you talk about the lesson at the other day mm-hmm. was um, how small your vocal cords were. And I didn't know that ever. I just find that so interesting <laughs> because you told me that. And I was like, oh, really? They are teeny. Yeah. They are...
4: Let's see. I, how, how big would that be? It may be a quarter of an inch long Mm -hmm. your vocal cords are and they're v-shaped and it's those little those little cords those little folds that determine the sound that comes out of your mouth but really the um it's the resonance inside your 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 cavity of your face that Mm -hmm. makes (laughs) the sound (laughs) and i know that's how it's hard to to understand but your sound um, vibrates off of the recesses in your he- in your head mm-hmm. and that's where your sound comes out but your vocal folds are very small. Your vocal cords, we call them vocal folds but they're very, very small and it's the vibration of them flapping together that makes the sound.
3: <laughs> it's kind of funny to think about in a way they but then it's true though.
4: And they don't do, they yeah. don't clap like you clap, they actually fold. That's why yeah. they're called vocal folds. They fold together
3: uh-huh.
4: and that's why they, and they make that sound.
3: Yeah. yeah. And I find that That's so interesting because if you look at certain people, like you said, we were just talking about this also, that when you look at somebody, you can't tell how big of a voice they have just Mm -hmm. by their outer image, you know, it's all in that person. So when you look at somebody that maybe doesn't look like they'd have such a strong and Mm -hmm. powerful voice, but Mm -hmm. then they do, and you're imagining your tiny vocal cords (laughs) doing all of that. That's why the other day I was like, wow, is that even, you know, it's kind of... Amazing, it is bad. amazing.
4: It's an amazing thing when you you look down into someone's throat, because I, I was telling you, I've watched people get scoped before mm-hmm. with a camera to watch the amazing things that your vocal cords can do. Um, they can stretch, they can, you know, they can get come back together smaller, they get thinner, they get wider. Mm-hmm. It just depends upon the sound that's coming out of your mouth. And it's it's a pretty amazing little part of your body.
3: <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think so. It's like one of the best because mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. It Absolutely. Is. It
3: gives you a talent. So. Absolutely. Yeah. It's beautiful. Well, I'm really glad that we got to talk about um, you know, the music side of things cuz that's a very big part of my life is music and if music was ever taken away from me, I would definitely not be the same person at all. So, I got to keep that in my life. But um also, it's kind of funny because we have things in common with psychology, too, that I'm interested in that. So you're a family therapist, and oh. now we're going to get into that. So tell me what that is like.
4: I'm a family counselor. Mm-hmm. Um, what it is is I, people can come and talk to me about what is bothering them, and I try to help them. That's really – sometimes people just need to talk out what's bothering them, mm-hmm. and I help them come up with solutions to make their life better.
3: Yeah. Yeah definitely and it's such an amazing process too like you were telling me about because you go through so many different steps but in all in all it just mm-hmm. helps them all out resolve certain issues that they might have so or makes them feel that they're yeah. not alone exactly mm-hmm. so it's definitely really fun to do that but in the meantime <laughs> we are still going to be able to talk about that more but let's take a break i'm maddie rose and you're listening to the same game
1: You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. Find out what's happening on the Voice America
2: Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN.
0: Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to The Tech Team, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. What are some of the issues that kids face every day? You'll find out when you tune in to the appropriately named Today's Kids. Your hosts are here to open the doors to a forum of all kinds of issues. Nothing is off the table here, and because it's on the Voice America Kids channel, you know you're getting a kid's perspective. Tune in every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for Today's Kids. Your hosts will lead this form of engaging conversation on Voice America Kids.
2: Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network?
3: We didn't invent Kid Talk, we perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids.
2: You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show.
3: Welcome back, everybody, to the Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose, and we're going to be continuing our conversation with Wendy Roman. I love being in this room because I can't stop laughing, and I just have a good time, right? That's a good thing. I know it's a good thing, right? We like it when we there, get to laugh. I bet you everybody listening, they're probably like, what goes on in that room during break time? Like, nobody knows. We should just have, like, a hidden, um, I don't know, recording one day, just the video and all
4: oh absolutely i think that would be hysterical
3: yeah it would be yeah i'd like to see all of our facial expressions (laughs) too we have the weirdest and then we would
4: we we would hide away for a couple of weeks (laughs) because of the embarrassment yeah
3: They'd be like, wow, such a crazy group of people. But so
4: much fun. We're fun.
3: Yeah, we are. Totally. Well, anyways, Wendy, getting back into, you know, your other side of your life, which is family therapy. Mm -hmm. So cool. But um, what is it like working with a family, you know, which is an entire group compared Mm -hmm. to, you know, one person?
4: Well, it depends upon what their situation is. Mm -hmm. Um, So sometimes I deal with children who are having difficulty relating to their parents. Um, sometimes I deal with children who are dealing with divorced parents or parents who are divorcing. Um, sometimes I'm dealing with death, um, within the family. So it really depends upon what the situation is.
5: Mm -hmm. Um,
4: I like being able to heal a whole family, which is a beautiful gift that someone allows me to do. Um, But it really, truly depends upon the situation and who needs the help the most. Mm
1: -hmm.
4: But to be able to take something that people consider broken and help them put it back together again Mm -hmm. is a really good feeling.
3: Most definitely. And I know I asked you this question as a vocal teacher. What is your main goal as a vocal teacher? But I'm going to ask you, what is your main goal as a therapist now?
4: To make sure somebody leaves feeling a little bit more whole than Mm -hmm. they did when they came in
3: that's a good answer yeah yeah i think so too that's probably the things that therapists have in common Mm -hmm. is the same thing is that that's what they're trying to do they're trying to find some type of resolution whether that's small or it's large Mm -hmm. at least they come out feeling just a teeny bit more better secured and like you said better Mm -hmm. so definitely and um why do you find psychology so interesting because i don't think we've ever gotten into that conversation besides that you said that you like human behavior i know we've talked a little bit about some of your (laughs) movies that you like to watch and now i'm all like crazy on youtube i'm like i'm (laughs) gonna find this i'm gonna find this i
4: think that um people are just so interesting Mm -hmm. they're so diverse they're such I love their interactions with each other mm-hmm. um I like watching their reactions and and the different reactions to even the same situations um I just find them fascinating and so I want to know what makes them tick
5: because mm-hmm.
4: sometimes that you're you know you ever see somebody and they do something you go what would make you want to do that yeah <laughs> I really am that person that wants to know um, I, I want to know so I will do research You know, I will get into your psyche just to find out why you did that. And Mm -hmm. you thought it was okay to do that. Yeah. So, I mean, that was really, that's really it. I'm just really, I really like watching human behavior Mm -hmm. and trying to figure out why people do the things that they do.
3: Yeah, same here. I think it's all that, too, like mm-hmm. you were saying. Because when you look at people, and we're all different, and we have to accept that, it's just the cultural diversity that we have to, mm-hmm. you know, run into, which is totally normal. But um, in that differences, you can see that certain people have different actions and what they mm-hmm. think to do. So when you just look at their behaviors, you're like, hmm, that would be interesting to find out more about that. You right? Know? Mm-hmm. So.
4: And you find out, you know, when, when different cultures do different things, um, you know, what's acceptable in some cultures is not acceptable in others mm-hmm. and why, I find those things fascinating. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's hard for a lot of children who move from another country into our country and they have to change all of their ways or cultivate mm-hmm. their ways with our ways. It can be a very difficult thing. Mm-hmm. So um, helping People ease into another situation is is another gift that I am allowed to do. So that's pretty cool.
3: Yeah, most definitely. I think so too. It's just I don't know. It's interesting. I would like to really keep strong to looking into that, especially the movie that you told me because I'm still looking for that. <laughs> I'm like on the hunt. My mom's like, "Did you find it yet? Did you find it yet?" So, I'm like, I'm is trying. that the one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I think I did on YouTube. So. I
4: know it's a really, really good movie.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. it's about multiple
4: do. personalities. Yeah,
3: yeah. It's just interesting that we had that conversation. Mm-hmm. I'm just so intrigued by it now because I never thought what right. you said to me was you know, right. Completely real, but it is.
4: So. I mean, oh, very much so. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's, it's somebody's nightmare mm-hmm. and somebody's very strong reality.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, well, yes. But, um, in terms of advice again, what would you give to somebody that wants to be a psychologist or is of course looking into it as a possible career?
4: I would say, make sure that first and foremost, you want to help people mm-hmm. make sure that that's your goal is that you want to make someone better Mm-hmm. Um, second, you need to have patience.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, I would say third, be secure with who you are because you can't always take your work home with you. So have good outlets for, you know, for release in your life. Um, and just make sure that you want to do things for the greater good.
3: Awesome. And I think that's really important, too, at least from what I've learned from you. Also, make sure the type of psychology that you want to get into is the one that you know most about.
4: (laughs) Make sure your specified field is what you really want to go into.
3: Yes. That's probably the best advice that I could give at the moment for that. At least that part of that, right? So also, um, how about somebody that wants to go into music, like have a career in music? What would you say?
4: Be persistent. Mm Mm-hmm believe in yourself never give up on your dreams and never let anybody tell you that you're not good enough awesome. never
3: i'll always remember that and never say that you can't that's right, right. never <laughs> say
4: you can't because you can
3: mm-hmm. and finally how can others contact you or learn more about your business
5: oh <laughs> oh, plug. Oh, plug. Oh. Like, oh a
4: plug oh, okay. You can actually contact me at WEN, W-E-N, another N, family. So it's WENandFamily1 at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Or you can find me at Everyday Hope and Love um, on Facebook.
3: Awesome. Well, thanks so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Well, guys, we have a, of course, featured song of the week to kind of top the show off and that's going to be gold by Britt Nicole so I hope you love it just as much as I do but again thanks so much for joining us you've been listening to the fame game I'm Maddie Rose and this show has been produced by the kids star radio network for voice America kids and thanks for listening and we'll be with you again next week Bye. Bye. you were walking on the
2: on the Voice America Kids channel. Be sure to join Maddie Rose again next week for another great show.
0: making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today.
1: We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Stay connected. Sign up for our newsletter. Go beyond your
2: favorite Voice America shows. Visit iradioblog.com.